Hello, this is Jack Snape. I'm the journalist working for ABC that puts together the Friday Migration Memo each week. I hope you've been enjoying it. This week, I thought we'd try something different, so I reached out to Liberal MP Julian Lisa, who is the chair of the uh, Joint Committee looking into regional migration. Uh, Let's hear what he has to say. I asked him first what he's looking to get out of the committee. Well, what we want to see with this committee and what the reference um, asks us to do is look at what are the things that we can put in place to ensure that migrants go to re- to the regions and that they stay there. Um, as we know, there's 60,000 jobs um, going wanting in regional Australia. These are jobs that can't be filled by local people. Uh, we want to encourage more migration to the regions to, uh, to fill those jobs. Um, as a result, um, uh, we're also wanting to uh, ensure that people aren't just going there for for the jobs and going on, but that that they're staying there. And you can see people have voted with their feet um, because of the 124% increase that's uh, occurred in the granting of visas in regional Australia for the first quarter of this year. Um, You can see that through uh, the government's decision to increase the number of places for people in regional Australia. But uh, we're not just looking at this from a visa perspective, we're looking at it from where are some examples um, of where regional migration has been a success, what are the learnings from those examples and what can we do to spread that out further. Are you getting any indications so far about some of the positive examples that we're seeing? Well, we've only held one uh, committee hearing um, since the inquiry got going. That's been in, in Canberra. We had the department, but we're conducting hearings in... Uh, Adelaide, uh, Murray Bridge and Mount Gambia in in, uh, in the next few weeks, um, where we'll be having a look on the ground, particularly about how those areas are being turned around. I mean, the, the South Australian case study here is very interesting. At a time where um, the rest of the country's population has been growing at 1.6% per year for the last few years, the South Australian population has only been growing at 0.7%. Uh, when you think about... Um, regional cities in Australia. Launceston, the second largest um, regional city in Tasmania, has a population of about 87,000, whereas Mount Gambia, the second largest city in South Australia, has a population of 25,000. And, um, you know, South Australian, the South Australian government, my South Australian colleagues, are very keen to try and get more people there to fill jobs, get more people to grow the population um, of that state. There was a bit of news last week about uh, designation for Perth and Gold Coast as regional centres under the the new visa scheme. Uh, Do you have any plans to visit uh, either of those locations? Well, we haven't, uh, because of where we are in the year at the moment, we haven't made plans beyond um, the South Australian visit because that's probably all that we will do before the the calendar year's out. Um, But we certainly have plans to go right around the country um, next year and and, and hear from different people. But I, I don't want to rule places in and out at the moment. No, understood. Um, it, it, the Gold Coast one uh, in particular, uh, I think Perth have special um, circumstances, um, you know, around We've distance and isolation. From, uh, from the Gold Coast City Council because uh, at the time the inquiry had, was commenced, um, the Gold Coast was not part of uh, regional um, migration, uh, the regional migration program. That's obviously changed. And the other thing to note is obviously that they've also increased uh, the, the take 
um, of people in terms of the full 160,000 um, into regional Australia. And that, I think, has been uh, in response to that growing demand that we saw in the first um, first quarter of this year's statistics about um, the fact that there are more people wanting to take advantage of those regional visas. Taking a step back, this is all happening at a time when the visas are getting rolled out. We're going to be monitoring take-up. Uh, migrants are going to be moving to some of these regional communities. We're not really going to have a good evidence base really for a number of years, um, but your the work in this committee is, is ongoing. And um, uh, Well, that, that, that all assumes we've never had regional migration before. I mean, there are very various um, established regional um, regions with um, strong migrant communities in it. I always think of the example of the Sikh community in Wulgulga that's been there for 100 years. You think about people in the Riverina, uh, whether it's the Karen refugees or the Greeks and Italians or, um, uh, you know, people from different parts of India that are going there now. Um, there is plenty of evidence of where regional migration programs have worked in the past and where they haven't worked. And our job is to look at... Uh, what makes a difference, what, what, what's been really successful, what we can learn not just from here but from places like Canada that have a, uh, have a different um, regime there but have also, are also interested in getting people into their regions uh, in order to look beyond, look at the visa program but also look beyond the visa program into um, what, uh, what, what makes regional migration successful. If this is, a, you know, I'm sure it is a fair dig inquiry, you would hope that the outcomes, your recommendations, would be um, integrated and worked into government policy in coming years. In that way, do you figure or do you see this area of government policy as in flux or, you know, always room for improvement? Uh, look, I think the government has put a real focus on the regions in the policies that it's devised over the course of the last um, last year or so, um, and I think regional migration is absolutely central to that. And you can see that also in what, what they've done in relation to the regional universities. Um, of course, there's some visa component in relation to that too, but just greater investment in, in, in the regions uh, as well. Um, I think, you know... Um, trying to spread the population around the country is a good thing. We want regional areas to survive and thrive. That's important for the whole national economy. It's also important for those areas. We can't have a country where we are concentrated in three cities. That's uh, on a continent this size, that's not practical. Uh, there have been some examples recently uh, of incentives for people to go to different regions. I think the Territory Government tried to draw people, uh, I think last year, with some cash incentives. Do you see that as a live debate in this regional migration? Well, yes, we'll be looking at what states and local governments are doing here to incentivise regional migration. Um, you know, obviously the government has its visa program, but that's one component. Um, we're looking at what, what else is going on. We'll look at, you know, um, preparedness of community and business to to take regional migration. We'll look at issues like um, infrastructure around regional migration, so adequate housing and uh, uh, and, and the like. Uh, obviously, economic opportunities is uh, is a key focus. Um, so it's really looking at regional migration in context. One, two years down the line, what would you like this, you know, looking back at this work, what would you like it to have achieved or contributed to this debate? Uh, look, I, I want to um, see that we have uh, more people from overseas choosing to migrate to regional Australia. Uh, I want to see that uh, that migration has, has been a success and that people are choosing to stay 
not just go for the couple of years, but actually to, to make a life in regional Australia. Um, and we're seeing that in a range of different places already, um, you know, places like uh, Shepparton in Victoria, very multicultural now in a time where, you know, there would have been in the not too distant past, a very monocultural uh, Shepparton. I mentioned the Riverina earlier. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing some of the migration that's starting to occur into Mount Gambier as well. Um, this is going to be a, a great opportunity to, uh, uh, to see regions take advantage of the opportunities that Australia has to offer and new migrants taking the opportunities that regional Australia has to offer. And just specifically on the inquiry, though, you know, you'll, you'll form some recommendations. Uh, you obviously have a good relationship with David Coleman. Um, you know, what, what's kind of the next step after the inquiry? Well, you know, as with any um, parliamentary inquiry, we'll make recommendations, and you and it's up to the government to decide whether they want to implement them or not. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this inquiry. I'm chairing this committee because I want to see outcomes. But we've only had one day of hearing that's only been the department, so it's premature for me to speculate what those outcomes will be. Will they be ambitious, Julian? Well, um, they will be what they will be, depending on the evidence we get here. But I, I, I want to recommend things that can and will be implemented. That's the important thing. Okay. Look, really appreciate your time today uh, and look forward Thanks, to Jack. staying in touch. Okay. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.